Hey everybody, grab a drink, grab a seat, grab a shot, grab your loved ones, grab something. We're gonna talk about traveling. I'm Austin Greathouse, and this is Super Tramps. Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. Little bangs are falling in front of my face, and I smell fire. And my freaking hair was on fire. And I'm like, oh my god. All right, everybody. Once again, I'm Austin. This is Super Tramps, Poor Man's Rich Travel. This is my new podcast. This is our first episode. So thank you all. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, it probably is. because You probably haven't heard me anywhere else before. Anyway, I, I really do. It means a lot. Thank you for being here. And make sure you hit subscribe. Follow me. You can listen to me every single week. It'll be fantastic. Maybe. Unless you hate me. Which you probably do. It's okay. Anyway, in this episode, we're going to talk about safety some ways to get around and basically not lose everything and lose your cool and freak out and want to go home. And if you're ever traveling alone, probably going to happen at least once where something's going to go wrong and you're going to call your parents or call your friends or someone close to you and say like, look, I think I'm just going to put the rest of my money into buying a plane or return ticket home now. And you're, it's it's going to suck. So we're going to try to help you avoid that. We're going to tell you some stories. I got my special guest, Stacy here today. I also want to warn you, my dog is walking around like crazy. She's got some restless legs, so you're probably going to hear her at some points throughout the podcast. And if you do, just forgive me. It won't happen very often. Anyway, I'm a military brat, so I have had the luxury of not living in places for very long periods of time. So I've lived everywhere from New Mexico to California to New Jersey to Germany to Mississippi. I've lived all over, and it has been the greatest experience of my life, truthfully. And one of those places, like I said, was Germany, which being stationed overseas was just this magical thing for me. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Stacy has also lived in Germany for a period of time. We've got that kind of in common to deal with there. As for me, I work in the film industry, and that kind of allows me to be flexible with my schedule so I can decide when I want off. It is a fantastic opportunity for me, and I'm really glad I can do it. It also allows me to be here with you, talking to you guys. So let's get right to it. Why don't you just start off by introducing yourself, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing now. Hi, my name is Stacy. I am now currently a high school math teacher. However, I've spent quite a few years living abroad, going to Germany and visiting other places around Europe. That's a little bit about me. It's been it's been probably 5 years since I last traveled overseas to Europe. What was your last experience in Europe like? Tell us a little bit about that. It was cold. <laughs> I was in Germany during Christmas time, which I suggest everyone try at least once in their life. I would say I traveled with family, and I have now traveled with family. I've traveled by myself, and I've traveled with a tour. And I kind of prefer traveling by myself. That's interesting that you say that because there's a lot of girls, women specifically, that are just kind of terrified of the idea of traveling alone and you you've got this other issue too you've got a food allergy now that might not have been as prominent back when you were doing this but what's some advice you could give for women that might want to travel on their own well as a female traveling alone I, I actually did this back when I was 18 years old and um the first bit of advice I can tell you is do not travel with a really large bag Back then, men were very eager to help me carry that bag. However, I'm not so sure 30-plus years later they would be as eager to help me ca carry those bags. But I would say pack light. Well, wait, and I want to tell us a little bit about <laughs> some of your experiences with men and your last visit to Germany. How did that go for you <laughs> with some of the men that were approaching <laughs> you? 
Do you want me to be honest about yeah, you, what? You can be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess when I speak German, I speak with a little bit of a southern twang. However, it seems that people find my accent to be very cute, which is funny to me because when someone from another country says, I love your accent, I'm like, no, I'm not the one with the accent. You have the accent. So many of the men at this one particular party I was at continue, continually ask me, would you like to make a fuck with me? And to which I would reply, nine, <laughs> or no, or ha, <laughs> that's so funny. But it was... But that's the culture over there. That is the culture over there. It's, yeah, no, they're, they're very straightforward. Very not, the, the culture is not, do you want to fuck? No, <laughs> no, the culture is very straightforward. They, yeah. don't, they don't pull any punches. They'll tell you what they like. They'll tell you what you don't like. And, um, you know, snowflakes need not apply because you're going to be butthurt most of the time if you find yourself being offended by everything that someone says or, or asks of you. So... Transition from there. That's a good place to stop. But uh, where, where are some places you stayed while you were traveling abroad or traveling on your own? Did you stay in hostels, hotels, bedrooms? It's pretty basic from what I, you know, from staying in places that were more affordable. It was more, they gave, they give you the basics. You just have like a bed, you have a down comforter, you have a down pillow. If you're allergic to down, it could be difficult for you. <laughs> down being like goose feathers. But everything is like... Brochen for breakfast or bread. Yeah. Everything is bread. And now that I'm celiac and I can no longer eat bread, Just I was boiled eggs. Yeah, I was day. pretty pretty concerned about my my last trip there. I mean, I, I couldn't have Jaeger schnitzel, which I was very very upset about because that's the best food ever. Yeah, uh, Jaeger schnitzel. If you've never had schnitzel before, it's like this amazingly breaded piece pork. of pork yes. or lamb or veal or something like that and it's it's got this delicious mushroom sauce and that might sound disgusting they've also do different like rom schnitzel jäger schnitzel where they cover everything and these like sweet tangy sauces with these vegetables and it's it is it is fantastic that coupled with original german or european beers it's it goes a long way i miss beer you can't drink I beer miss either beer however they have some great wine and that's just fine especially <laughs> when you're there for the glue vine at christmas time mm. i'm a poet and didn't know it <laughs> glue vine is a, if you find any christmas markets in the united states you can often find glue vine sitting around and if you've never tried it and you've never been to a christmas market in the united states Go out, try some Gluvine. Anyway, in terms of safety when you travel, what are some things you're looking out for as a woman traveling alone? I would say as a woman or as anybody, you must guard your passport. So I would suggest actually wearing it around your neck and inside the front of your shirt. Um, I would even suggest keeping your money around your neck and inside your shirt and any type of, any type of um, identity that you can uh, don't ever hang a purse on, on the side of a chair. I would, I would suggest, like, once again, if you have a purse, you put it around your neck and somehow or another cover it up. What in Austria entices you? Explain what you're seeing, okay. what you're feeling. What when, I see when, when I, Austria. okay, what, what I see when I get to Austria, quite honestly, are the big mounds of potatoes with gravy on them and the schnitzel. It was the best food I'd eaten, so I was on a trip. We All we ate was this bread, which I was sick every day. I thought I was going to die. Didn't know I was celiac. That explains it. But we ate bread and some sort of salami every day, and we finally get to Austria, 
and this woman, she was this big portly woman and she was so sweet. She was just like this adorable little thing. And she made us all this scrumptious meal. And, um, but I just remember the big, huge mound of potatoes and it was, she like made it like a mountain, seriously like a mountain. And then she put the, the gravy on the inside and the schnitzel around it. And it was warm, it was hot food, it was so delicious. When I was in Spain, I was with a bunch of German people, actually, and um, we all decided to go clubbing one night in Barcelona, and two, the two main drivers, who were German, decided they were bored, they needed a little bit of fun. So their idea of fun was stripping down naked and going swimming in the fountain in the middle of Barcelona. And they got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting here going, oh my gosh, they've yeah. been arrested. How are we going to get back to the resort? What's going to happen? Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> you do a lot of praying. You actually do a lot of laughing. And then when you see them come back out and go, two thumbs up, it cost them three Deutsch marks to get out of jail. Three whole Deutsch, Deutsch marks. marks. Yes. That would have been about, been about the equivalent of $6 yeah. at the time. Um, so, uh, they didn't really, they were like, well, we don't have our passports. We left them back at the resort. So they kind of, you know, yep. just kind of finagled their way out of it. So you can get lucky sometimes, Yes, not but, all the time, but, but very but, definitely you do not. Yep. I mean, you do not want to drink and drive. So if you plan to go someplace and you want to rent a vehicle, just make sure that you're in walking distance because if you, if you get caught drinking and driving there, it's really bad. It's it's worse than anything you can imagine in, in the U.S. That on holiday means you stay drunk from the time holiday starts until you pack up to go home. Quite so. quite literally, <laughs> unless you're the designated driver. People do take this seriously. We we had so this man Christian, um, we he was our designated driver. It was a retirement party. He was not drinking at all because we would not let him until two in the morning when he dropped everyone off. That was when we closed our bar. Our neighborhood in the, in the backyard in our bar. Um, this is when everyone's going home. Two in the morning rolls around. Okay, we'll drink with you now. So we drank and we drank and about 2 p.m. the next day rolls around. We finish drinking and uh, so it's time to go take a nap. And Christian, he takes a nap. Around 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. that day we wake up and we're both crashing on the couch. Well, he had to deploy. He's a part of the German military. He had to deploy to Romania. So that same day, 7 o'clock hear my dog again seven o'clock he is driving all the way to romania from central germany it's not a fun day for him i can't even tell you how he's feeling because it was bad but i can tell you what i would suggest if you go and you don't go with a tour group i would suggest that you you meet some locals and find out what their favorite spots to go because a lot of people don't know know about them yeah this reminds me of uh, when we were in Rome, and one of the, the guys we met over there, his mom was from Liverpool, but his dad lived in Rome. So he was raised, he spoke very, he spoke English very well, and he was raised in Italy, lived most of his life in Rome. So we met up with him, and he showed us around. He's like, oh, the catacombs, you don't need to go see those. Those are, those are boring. So he took us to this church in, uh, in Rome, right near the, I want to say the Forum, outside of the Forum. And this is a church that's not on any tour itinerary you're not going to see it anywhere but he took us into this church and it from the top it just looks like some regular schoolyard church but what you don't know is underneath it has been part of what's been unearthed in rome and it's literally this probably 1500 year old marketplace that was still made of stone underneath this church That's with awesome. human bones still laying wow. underneath there and it they just they unearthed it 
probably 30 years ago uh, before the church was built. But now the church is on top of this marketplace that's still, that's, it looks like almost a scene right out of Pompeii, like it's been turned to stone and is just a relic of time. It, it, it was really, it was insanely cool. These are just things you just don't know. So definitely when you're planning for a trip, it's great if you just want to do the tourist thing and go visit some attraction. That's cool. That's a nice way to do it. You, you'll have seen what you wanted to see. But if you really want to take something away, network before you go. Get on and Facebook. Really experience it. Yes. Yeah. Um, just message people and see like, hey, um, just maybe you you never know. You might even find a night, a place you can stay, you can couch surf, a place where you can stay the night or at somebody's Airbnb house. Or Airbnb. An Airbnb. And they, you can meet these people, have dinner with them, and learn all about their culture, their location, things to do that are off the touristy path. And not that there's anything wrong with touristy, but it's more exciting. You grow when you do things you didn't plan on doing. And so you get out of your comfort zone and you do these things. And it really is an incredible experience. I, I think what we've done, what we've talked about has been great. If you do have any final tips for anybody that's looking to travel abroad or through the United States, maybe with allergies or for how to plan for your, their event, or do you have any final things you just want to throw in real quick? I would just say to pack light. I mean, let's be honest. When we try to go someplace, we're like, oh my gosh, I haven't worn this outfit in 10 years, but I think I'm going to pack it for this particular trip because I just might want to wear it. And you don't. Don't overpack because it's really it's a burden. It really is. It That's I'm really glad burden. you brought that up because I didn't even think about that. You just, if I'm going for two weeks to somewhere anywhere Europe, across the United States, I am literally living out of a backpack, not even a suitcase, just a backpack with as minimal amount of things as I can bring for myself. Just because I don't want to one burden myself with having to carry that on my shoulders because it's a lot easier to carry something on your shoulders when you're walking around somewhere than it is to drag something Absolutely. like a suitcase on that note i think it's time to wrap things up for today uh, nope, no I it's one not more tip oh one more tip we are you know we are I'm running so long on this i know one. i really have to get this oh tip because a friend did this yeah and it hit me the other day i was looking through old pictures and every time she would take a picture she would make a journal note about where it was because one day you're going to go back and look at those and you're not going to know where it was so i know with today's stuff we can actually like take the picture and then write on the picture yeah right good old metadata so, it's stored so in your do camera that. Yep. absolutely do that because you're going to go back 10 15 20 now 30 years and go i think i remember where that was no i don't but that's actually you, you don't you really don't even need to bring a big old ds like clunky no, dslr just, camera if you just go and buy a kodak camera you'd be surprised these film cam like film shots that you get they look they look great. They last a long time. You can throw them in a picture book. You'll be happy you did because, you know, you bring your big old expensive camera, you take these pictures, you're going to store them on your computer and you're probably never going to look at them. But if you take this Kodak camera and get the films, you know, developed, developed right when you get home. You know, that, that thing people don't know about anymore these they, days. They don't. You can still go to Walmart or CVS and get your film developed, by the way. But, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a great tip. All right. So that's about all I have to say, and thank you very much for having me here to speak. I appreciate it. It, it has. It's been a pleasure. And it makes me want to get back up there right now and check out a new place to go. All right. I like it. I just want to thank Stacy again for coming on this week and sharing these stories with us. I think it was a good experience for me. It was nice hearing some of these things. Some of them I've heard before. So it's it's always great to have her around. I think we might hear from her again. I don't know. We'll see as the episodes go on. Make sure you come back next week, though. 
as we're going to be talking about Iceland. And Iceland is the hot place to be right now. Everyone is visiting. I feel like once a month I see somebody on my Facebook friends list is in Iceland, visiting Iceland, doing something in Iceland. And it it is the country. It is a great place to be. And so next week's episode is going to be dedicated solely to visiting Iceland, what to expect, what to do, and how to really make the most of your trip. If you stay tuned on my website on WordPress, supertrampodcast wordpress.com then you will also be able to find my blog on the right it's a write-up on iceland things you can do ways to get around things we won't be able to cover in the podcast but are pretty good things to know so make sure you check that out give my website a look give my facebook page a like and so i guess i'll see you next week once again i'm austin great house this is super tramps peace out